Enrique is here for the Say What You Like Sports Podcast. Thank you for taking your time and listening to today's show. It's the Thursday edition of the show. The date is 7-20-2017. It's a throwback Thursday, so I'm going to go through some of the archives and post up a previously uh, done recording and, and post that up here for Throwback Thursday. Uh, we're also going to post up another couple of call-ins on who's the MVP across all of sports. They were a little late to the party, but that's all right, guys. That's all right, because I appreciate the feedback. This is a community. I'm going to post it up. You guys have some great things to say, and it belongs up here on the station. Uh, but yesterday, man, that was a great, great discussion, guys. Uh, it was really glad to see all the sports personalities in Anchor really get in on that conversation here on the station because it just shows, uh, you know, as a group, here on Anchor, we can really do our thing and, and, and have some good discussions here. Um, also, let's get into some sports headlines today because we kind of neglected those yesterday with the uh, MVP across all of sports a discussion yesterday. So we have quite a few things in the news. We'll get to that probably a little later on in today's show when I get some a chance to uh, record there. But um, for now, I'll post up this call-in uh, for the MVP across all of sports and again, if you guys missed that show yesterday and you're listening in today, go ahead and just hit the Say What You Like Sports uh, Podcast icon. Take a look under Episodes, and it should be there under Episode 11, I believe. And it should be entitled The Most Valuable Player in All of Sports. And it was a great, great discussion, like I mentioned earlier. So check that out. It's also on Google Play under Say What You Like. If you search Say What You Like, the podcast should pop up. And I believe it's on iTunes. I'm not really uh, an iPhone guy. I got an Android, so you know I'm not exactly sure how that works, but it should be there. So if you have the iPhone and you're working with Apple, it will be there. So again, let's get this thing going. Let's post up this first call. What's going on, Phil? It's Josh over here at Hot Takes and Cakes. Uh, if we're gonna go most valuable player, I haven't heard anybody mention anything about the NHL and Sidney Crosby. He is just... His whole dynamic as a player is absolutely incredible. Uh, From his back check to his forecheck, his puck handling ability, his vision, heavy hitting, his ability to draw penalties, his his power play, his penalty kill, everything. and, And his stats don't lie, his championships don't lie. Uh, you know, he's definitely the face of the NHL, and that would be my vote, Sidney Crosby. I'd love to hear what you think about that. Hey, what's up, Josh? Thanks for calling into the station, man. Uh, thanks for sharing your opinion and giving us an NHL opinion. We really needed one. I, I actually said that when we first kicked off this subject that, you know, not a lot of us on Anchor are real familiar with a lot of hockey players, and myself included. You know, of course, I know Sidney Crosby is the face of the NHL. And, you know, he's a champion, but I couldn't describe certain aspects of his game because, honestly, I just don't watch it enough. I usually only catch, you know, the big games in the playoffs, which, of course, Crosby's been in. But as far as throughout an entire season and actually keep my eye on certain players, you know, it's tough for me to identify players' strengths and weaknesses. So I'm glad you called in and, uh, you know, kind of broke that down for us here. So definitely feel free to call back. I will definitely be favoriting your station. I am going to check it out, and uh, I'll be calling into your station soon too, man. Thanks for the call. 
Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Philip Enriquez for the Say What You Like Sports Podcast, and we're here on a throwback Thursday edition of the show. So, I went through the archives, found some good stuff. Again, this stuff might not be too old, only maybe three months or so old, because I'm going through the archives of Anchor, but most of you guys probably haven't heard these segments, so I post them back up here for Throwback Thursday. And since the Dallas Cowboys are headed to training camp up in Oxnard, which we will be there covering the team in Oxnard. I'm heading over there Sunday. I'll be there Monday for the opening ceremony. I'll be there for the practice. We're going to have you covered when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys training camp here. But since we are headed towards there, let's go back to some segments talking about some players that might be on the roster bubble for the 53-man roster and maybe some lesser-known Dallas Cowboys. You know, one of the truly fun things about being a nerd like me is having fun with the fantasy world. And one of my favorite things from the fantasy world, say, the Greek gods. I mean, you got Apollo, the sun god. You got Ares, the god of war. You got Poseidon, god of the sea. And then you got the almighty Zeus, the king of the gods. And being a Dallas Cowboys fan, when you look at a recent article that I read on Dallas Sports Day, uh, Dallas News, Michael Irvin says that there just might be a god among them. And he literally says that tight end Rico Gathers, he has a nickname in the weight room and in the locker room with the Dallas Cowboys. And that name is the king of the gods, Zeus. They call him the almighty Zeus, the way he's hitting the weights. They say that he was a rookie last year that didn't make the team. He was on the practice squad and he spent that time being motivated, getting better, learning his routes, getting stronger, and learning the playbook. And now they say out there in practice that he's an animal. They say out there in practice that he can't be stopped. I mean, how much weight do I put into this? I mean, is he going to actually be the one to replace Jason Witten after all these years? After many have tried, no one has ever done it yet. You know, there was Martellus Bennett. There was Anthony Fasano. I mean, we've drafted second round pick after second round pick. I mean, just, just think of all these tight ends that have came and went while Jason Witten's been here. But... Rico Gathers is gaining some steam with the Cowboys coaching staff and his teammates. Um, Michael Irvin was quoted and he says, and I quote, this dude here, he looks like Zeus. I mean, what, how much bigger of a compliment can you give the guy? And now Rico Gathers has even taken a liking to the name Zeus, the nickname Zeus. And he's quoted as saying, hopefully That's what people will be saying whenever I make plays. Zeus! I don't know, guys. I don't know how much stock to put into this, but just reading some of these articles and knowing that a legend, like the playmaker, number 88, Michael Irvin, my favorite cowboy of all time, is so high on this guy? I don't know. I I, I, I I think my expectations are getting higher for this guy. And hopefully he sees some playing time. And hopefully he gets on the field and makes a difference and helps the Cowboys get to that Super Bowl that we haven't been to 
since 1996. This is Philip Enriquez. Say what you like podcast. Peace. And remember, pray to the gods. All right, some good stuff on Rico. Zeus gathers. Now let's talk about another lesser-known cowboy, this one being a draft pick. Let's go. Let's go back and talk some Xavier Woods. Hello, Anchor listeners. Cowboys minicamp started earlier today, and so tonight I jumped online. was trying to get all the information I could get about how these rookies are adapting to working with their new coaches, their position coaches, the head coaches, the coordinators. And it seems like somebody who stood out was the six-round pick, Xavier Woods, safety, out of Louisiana Tech. And, you know, there was a lot of debate between him and the fourth-round pick, Ryan Switzer, the wide receiver out of North Carolina. You know, they actually were considering drafting Woods in the fourth round. Cowboys didn't have a fifth-round pick this year. And as he slipped through the sixth round, the Cowboys went ahead and said, hey, we're not going to take any more chances. We're going to trade up and draft this kid that we wanted in the fourth round. And apparently, you know, he's impressing on day one. So, again, he, you know, he said that he expected to go to the Cowboys. He's happy going to the Cowboys. Uh, Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com uh, actually wrote earlier that, you know, Xavier Woods was being asked if, you know, becoming the Cowboys' only draft choice uh, from a non-Power 5 school, uh, you know, was a compliment to him. I mean, he was the only player that didn't go to a top school, a big school out of college, and they still drafted him. And to his reply, he says, I'm here now. doesn't matter. And then he said that they continued to ask him more questions. They asked him, did you think you'd be drafted higher than the sixth round? He says, I'm here now. Doesn't matter. And then they said that uh, another reporter asked him, you know, hey, you know, I heard the Cowboys almost pulled the trigger on you in the fourth round instead of Switzer, but then they didn't. To which he replied, I'm here now. And you know what? He is here now. And Jason Garrett spoke really high of him in this press conference earlier today about the way minicamp is kicked off. And again, he just said one of the highest principles that the Dallas Cowboys hold up high as, you know, as a team is it doesn't matter how you got there. It's what you do once you're there. And this kid's already, you know, walking in the right direction. Pretty soon he's going to be running in the right direction. They, the coaches like his IQ. They like his instincts. They say he, he knows that he has to study film. He's already He already mentioned that he looks up to probably the greatest safety in Dallas Cowboys history. And definitely he's the all-time leading tackler in Dallas Cowboy history. Number 28, Ring of Honor, Darren Woodson. One of my personal favorites from the 90s. So he already looks up to Darren Woodson. He already admitted, I need to study tape like that guy. I need to be like that guy. You know, all of us have been talking about Dak and Zeke and Bryant and these new triplets for the new age. But uh, you got to remember, there was a lot of speed on defense back in those 90s. Guys like Darren Woodson, versatility. He could play in the slot. He could hit hard. 
He can cover the slot receiver. He can cover an outside receiver if he had to, even though he really wasn't asked to. I mean, he did a lot of things. He could play in the box. He could line up the, the rest of the D, all the defensive backs. This is the kind of guy we need. These are the kind of guys we need. This is a proven formula that works. And we're going back to it. And I love it. I love it. As a, as a true Dallas Cowboys fan, I love it because I know it works. I've seen it work. And a guy like Xavier Woods impressing in this minicamp, just another reason for optimism. I mean, we gushed about Rico Gathers. Now I'm gushing about Xavier Woods. A seventh pick from last season and a sixth round pick from this season. I mean, and these guys seem to be impressing, I, I, you know. So if these guys are impressing the coaches, I can't wait to hear more about guys like Taco Charlton, you know, the first-round pick. I want to see how Jalen Smith's doing. Last year's second-round pick. Didn't even play a snap last year. But they say he's healthy. They say his nerves and his, and his legs are regenerating. Saying he could starting to twinkle his toes, starting to be able to push off his feet. Now it's time to see if he can make some tackles. Time to see if he can get some interceptions. Time to see if he could be another one, another spoke on the wheel that's going to roll down the street, roll over the NFL, and get us to the Super Bowl. Let's see what happens this season. All right, we got the last segment going up here for Throwback Thursday. A little something I recorded when the Cowboys were actually initially headed for minicamp. And now fast forward and here we are gearing up for training camp. So let's talk about the 53-man roster and which players are on the bubble. Philip Enriquez here. Say what you like, podcast. And let's just jump right into it, guys. Let's talk about the excitement, the buzz that's going around the Cowboys Nation. Mini camps started the other day. The last rookie just reported, Chidobi Awuzie, second round pick for the Dallas Cowboys. He had a graduation to attend to, his graduation from college. He had a ceremony yesterday, so he wasn't there. But he's reported, and he's there. So now, with all these rookies that got drafted, now we have some veterans that got to kind of watch their back and make sure they can keep their job, you know, over this next uh, training camp. And some of the players that I think are sort of on the fringe, if you will. You know, I'm going to first look at who we just recently signed. And that's Byron Bell, the right tackle. Uh, he has a cap hit of $2 million if he's on the roster this year. But with dead money, he only has two hundred and fifty k guaranteed. So he can be a cap saving of $1.75 million. Again, they're going to let Byron Bell work through camp. He's going to compete with Chaz Green. He's going to have to outplay Chaz Green. But more importantly, Chaz Green is going to have to stay healthy. And if Chaz Green stays healthy and plays well, we might be saying bye-bye to Byron Bell. The other likely cut, tight end James Hanna. He has a $3 million cap number. And we're splitting him down the middle. 1.5 is guaranteed. So... You can save $1.5 million guaranteed with Hannah. Now, I like Hannah, and the Dallas Cowboys coaching staff likes Hannah. But with Jason Witten assured of a roster spot, and we're all expecting Rico Gathers, the almighty Zeus, about ready to take that second spot, you know, you got a lot of tight ends now 
uh, vying for that last final third spot. The other one, the other cut that I think is just about as good as done is running back Alfred Morris. And you know what's weird? Everybody's talking about get rid of old Alfred Morris, but the boy is only 28 years old. However, if we cut him, he only has 500000 guaranteed, which would make us for a savings of $1.7 million. And with Darren McFadden on the roster, I think he's all but assured a spot over Morris unless something major happens in camp. And, you know, you know they're looking for uh, a third running back that could possibly play special teams, maybe do some kick and punt return duties, kind of share with that, or at least be able to run down the field and make a tackle. We all know Alfred Morris doesn't play special teams, and that's really risky. Even though he's the third best running back on the roster, he doesn't give them anything in the third phase of the game that is special teams. And that's why Alfred Morris is on the fringe. Um, the last person who I think is also on the fringe would be linebacker Kyle Wilbur. Now this kid is also just 28 years old, but if you cut him, he's only guaranteed 500k just like Alfred Morris, and that would give him savings of over 1.25 million. So I've expected Wilbur to be released for the last couple of years, but you know what? This kid always seems to make it. Why? That one word we talked about a few weeks ago, versatility. This guy's versatile. He could play outside linebacker. He could play um, defensive end. He can move all around, and he's experienced, and the Cowboys like this kind of guy. But with all the new draft picks on the line, Taco Charlton, you know, David Irving playing a lot more end, expected to play a lot more end this year, Kyle Wilbur might just see that there's not enough room for him and on the roster. But other than that, I think, you know, those are our, our, our fringe players. Pretty much, you know, the Cowboys are our team where we, we know what to expect going into the roster. Of course, of course, that's barring injuries. But there's a lot to be excited about in this upcoming NFL season. 2017, guys, it's about time we get it done. Come on, Cowboys Nation. What do you think? Did I miss anybody? Who else might be in danger? of not making this squat this year. Once again, this is Philip Enriquez, Say What You Like podcast. Peace.